0: Bandwidth for Cloth Talk is provided by the Scout History Project. Join us at the Scout History Project at www.scouthistory.net. Cloth Talk, number 21, The Merits of Scouting. Hi, I'm Tim Hall, and with me online is Ben Killen. And, uh, Ben, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I, uh, it, it's, uh, you know, getting settled in after the holidays. Um, and and also, you know, I, I can't help it, but I'm really excited, Tim. Do you, do you know why?
0: You found your iPod.
1: No. Well, I, I found my iPod about f- five months from now.
0: Oh, <laughs> five months from. Oh, I know the uh, iPhone is what you're interested in.
1: Yeah, I, I, um, I am, I'm ashamed to admit that I spent the better part of, of the day um, on Tuesday of this week watching uh, blog rolls and RSS feeds about the uh, MacWorld event in uh, in in san francisco uh of introducing the iPhones, the revolutionary cell phone slash ipod slash a thousand other things um that's coming out in june
0: and that was uh steve gates who's the uh, chairman of of <laughs> apple is that right
1: uh it's something like that i yeah uh, I
0: or is it bill list. jobs i forget you know
1: one of yeah, it's one of those. Two. I I don't know. I forget. <laughs> Chris Brightwell would know, I think.
0: I bet Chris would straighten me out quick, along with Matthew on those. <laughs> well, coming up later in the show, it, we've got a uh, you know some really great things. Um A scout that has just uh I mean, fifteen palms, fifteen yeah, palms, I, three merit badge sashes. Full. I can't believe it. I mean, good night, Kyle. Just to set a
1: fire, you know, and and you know, it really, you know, I have to admit, it makes me feel pretty inadequate when I got the bare minimum
0: <laughs> for eagle of,
1: <laughs> of merit badges that you have to have for eagle. I got like the bare minimum, so I, I was, I was a little intimidated uh, by old Kyle. I have to admit,
0: I can see where I was intimidated too by Kyle. He, I mean, anybody that can do. 122 and three merit badge sashes. Just anybody that can sew that many merit badges on a sash. Probably Kyle's mom. <laughs> I'm intimidated by. And uh we've got another, uh, we've got Beep Beep, our roving reporter coming up on a review of uh, one of the great scout resources out on the net. And, uh, of course, a wiki tip coming up from Chris. And, uh, John Pinnell, uh, appears to, to uh, this episode and, uh, we talk about some of the new happenings in the, uh, patch community. So all that's coming up right here on Cloth Talk. Well, we found out, Ben, that you're actually in, um, the stomping grounds of, uh, Mr. Pinnell when he was a, a youngster growing up on, uh, did he say Long Island and born in the Bronx and, the uh. County, yeah. Yeah, I've been involved in scouting, uh, for many years and now, uh, of course is from North Carolina and the webmaster of, um, the, uh, oaimages.com, the, simply the reference book for the, uh, Order of the Arrow collector out there with, uh, my goodness, over 40,000 images online and available. And, uh, John is, uh, here with us now.
2: Fun last week or so. <laughs> it's, uh, if you've been reading my blog, so you, both of you know what's been up. Okay. Got all excited. 2007. The site's turning 10 years old. You know what made it, Went and made another funny, another not funny, another fancy uh, banner for the site.
0: Oh no! Yeah. We should look at this banner. The last time we some, we discovered your secret on the banner.
2: Yes, and it <laughs> took a, took a large brother of mine to figure it out. And, yeah, see, I, I think about it.
0: I think Brandon ratted you out. Yes, he did. Yes,
2: well, I, it, it took me. A, I was surprised that Brandon actually had to look at it and think about it for a minute or two. <laughs>
0: Well t- uh, of course, we've always enjoyed oA images, John, and we're honored to have you here here with us on cloth Talk. Tell us about some of the uh, the new things that you know that have come in or happening. We've been looking at some of the uh, two thousand and six event issues you've been highlighting on your blog and and uh, perhaps you can uh, point us to some uh, some of those uh, images or some of those uh, stories or or things that come along have come along uh, uh, in the last uh, little bit.
2: What? few weeks, I've been taking a bit of a cue for what Bill Mulrennan was doing, his blog, and I decided, you know, we've had some trouble down here in the Carolinas where things just didn't get documented all too well, so I figured, okay, it's the end of the year, I'm going to sit down and try to figure out all the event stuff that I don't know about from the Carolinas, and I figured, you know, what better way to figure out what I don't know than to tell everybody what I do know? (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly, and you get that feedback. So that's that's a great way to work.
2: You don't realize this. Those two sections I've been working through, SR7B, SR5, SR7B is the eastern two-thirds of North Carolina. SR5 is the other part of North Carolina, all of South Carolina, and a couple of funny lodges from Georgia who think they're in South Carolina.
0: And that must border right up against our uh, our section, right?
2: Uh, no, actually no, cause there's two other sections in between SR5B and you all. Ah,
3: okay.
1: I
2: think Georgia's split into either two or three sections now. You know, they have the uh, the section that covers the northern part of the state, but there's another one that has the panhandle of Florida and the southern in southern Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding out, you know, people are telling me that, you know, you forgot this or you forgot that and it's also a good way to find out who isn't reading my blog. <laughs> I have a couple of lawyers I haven't posted yet because I know I'm missing so much. Good case in point, is the watch right up against me. Why well, is that? But I know they had at least two event patches last year and I keep writing people to say, tell me what you all issued and No one's written me yet. Right. They don't answer. Like, guys, hello? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so OA Images is turning, uh, I'm sorry, 10 years old this year in 2007. That's uh,
2: 10 years old, yeah.
0: Wow, that's quite a landmark. And, and just for grins and giggles, about how many images do you have available now?
2: <laughs> Was it 45,000, I believe? Good
0: grief. Oh. Wow. And we all know, any of us that run any hardware, uh, and from looking at your blog, you've experienced some frustration in the last, uh, I'd say month and, and have you been able to, uh, figure out what's going on and, and maybe, uh, make, uh, uh, changes to, to fix that?
2: Oh, I've gotten everything back and running, made a couple of changes, you know, uh, applying a little bit of the scout, uh, a little bit of scouting principles here. and it's only about being prepared.
4: Yes,
0: mm. and I
2: was caught less than completely prepared.
0: Yeah, and in the computer world, it's called backup, and scouting is called be prepared. <laughs> You're
2: right. Yes, <laughs> it's called backup. And I now there's part of the members' site members can actually enter into their collection inventories. And that was part of what was lost. It also happened to be the only directory in the server by wasn't backing up. Wow. So everybody had, you know, there's been some inconveniences to people. And I'm sorry about it. Uh, I've also discovered that when you run on Linux, it's not quite like going into Windows and saying, "Undelete these files." <laughs> <You,
0: laughs> no, but you, you can't
2: do that under Linux.
0: Yeah, right. But you shouldn't have to do that near as often, <laughs> and you don't have to reboot as often either, do you, John?
2: No, <laughs> so, in fact, you know, my server, but pretty much the server has been running nonstop for almost five years.
1: Wow, wow,
0: that's
2: pretty so amazing, And that was huh? the only time I've ever had any trouble with it. So, knocking wood. But now what I do is I did some scripting and inventory, those inventory files are sent to me daily, you know, in the early morning hours. So if anything ever goes wrong again, it, at worst, I've only lost the days worth of data there.
0: Oh, well, that's, that's, that's smart. That's better than a lot of professional places that I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a lot better so,
2: than uh, that. I figure, you know, people's collections is kind of important
0: oh yeah uh, in considering it's the reference book but uh, this uh, blog at oaimages.com is where you find john's uh, writings and um, if you uh, go in there and you uh, read about the uh, read about john he, he uh, speaks for himself uh, or it uh, What's that translation? It, um, I wrote that down. The thing speaks for itself? Yeah, the thing speaks for itself, or actually, yeah, the thing itself speaks is the real translation, but the thing speaks for itself is the way we often say And of
2: say. course, there is the, the, the corruption of it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, the, you would be a little bit of a Tar Heels fan too, I would say.
2: A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought that it would have been a clue right at start when like, I started the blog, and the blog was kind of in this blue theme. So kind of like Carolina blue all over the blog page.
0: Oh, I'm just now catching on to that. Yeah, <laughs> okay.
2: The <laughs> kind of in shades of light blue. <laughs> that would have been that should have been a subtle clue. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess it is. Well, John, appreciate it, and we'll uh, we'll be talking to you uh, next time. And everyone, that's uh, blog at oaimages.com. dot com. That's blog dot dot com, and of course O-A-W-W-W oaimages.com is the uh website uh for reference of oa patches across uh, the USA and uh John's uh ramblings are at uh, his blog at oaimages.com. Thank you very much John. We'll talk to you next time.
1: Well, so we definitely have to thank uh, John Pinnell for for taking a moment of his time uh to talk with us uh, as the as the webmaster for probably the quintessential uh site uh, uh of images for order of the arrow uh, it's so nice to to have a minute of his time and he definitely is is on the pulse of of trading and collecting all across the country so appreciate him coming on for a moment with us uh i also want to let everyone know if you uh would would like to uh if this is your first time to listen to cloth talk and you'd like to listen to it again there's a few ways to do that um you can sign up for our e-newsletter which um uh, we will send you an email every 2 weeks to let you know that we have a new episode. We're not going to send you any spam or anything like that. Just uh, uh the way you sign up is uh on our website, uh, clothtalk.com, uh and then you click on the uh merit badge to the right there that says CT on it. Uh that will take you to our home page. Up in the top right there's a little link that says newsletter uh or subscribe and then on the on the left side in the navigation bar there there's a little um uh, field there where you can type in your email address and click enter. Um. And it will open up a window just to verify, uh, and all that. And then, uh, you'll sign up for our e-newsletter and you'll get that email every two weeks and we won't send you spam. Just that, uh, another way to subscribe is through iTunes. You could just go in there and search for Cloth Talk. And last time I checked, we were first on the list when you do that. Uh, you can subscribe through that and we'll download them automatically through iTunes, which you can download for free from the Apple website. Uh, also you can just, uh, do it the old fashioned way and just remember to check the website every two weeks and listen right there on the site uh, but if you're like me i'm kind of forgetful sometimes so having those little nudges and pushes from email is always a good thing
0: and of course if you want to get in touch with us the best way to do it is to send an email note to clothtalk at cloth com and that'll go to all three or four of the hosts simultaneous. And uh, you'd be surprised if uh, we all don't respond to you <laughs> one time. But that's cloth talk at cloth talk dot com. Hey, t- uh, Ben, another tip I noticed uh, on my TiVo the other day. You can do podcasting. You can listen to podcasts and you simply just point the TiVo unit back into iTunes or FeedBurner. And uh, hey... Cloth Talk comes right down to your, uh, TiVo unit and you can listen to it even when you want to, uh, you know, at your convenience. So that's pretty cool that way too. Uh, podcasting is just really, uh, I guess this, uh, uh, radio and television on demand is really the wave of the future. So if you're hearing my voice right now, you're, uh, you're, you're doing pretty good as far as keeping, keeping up with that technology. But if you need to contact us, it's Cloth Talk. At
1: As usual, we've got Chris online with us, um, going to give us a quick we- wiki tip. He is our resident pro on the wiki, and uh, he-, he knows more about it than anyone, uh, anyone else that I know. Um,
4: so, Chris, what do you have for us this week? This week we're going to talk about how to upload images to the wiki. It's really simple. You just go to scouthistory.net, you click on the wiki logo, you create your account if you haven't. Otherwise, you just log in and you'll be taken to the main page and on the left hand side under navigation and under search you'll see something called the toolbox uh, one of the options in that toolbox is the link to create or to upload a file so you're going to click on upload file and it'll take you to the upload file page you click on the choose file button and it'll pull up for for mac users it'll pull up a finder window for internet explorer windows it'll open a uh, or for windows users rather it'll open a find file box or something like that and so you just go through your computer, and you find the file that you want to upload. And you click OK, or you click Choose. Under the destination file name, you enter whatever you want the file to be on the wiki. So if it's like a, a Lodge 30, it's, if it's a scan of like a Lodge 30 S22, you might call it Lodge 30s jpeg. And then for summary, you'll say, this is where you sign and say, you know, this patch was scanned by, you know, Johnny Arrowman and uploaded by so-and-so. Uh, What we don't want is we don't want you to put, like, we don't want you to put on the image itself, you know, image scan courtesy of Johnny Ariman. We want you to put that in the wiki so that the image itself is just the patch. Uh, We'll go through, we have video tutorials that we're going to post soon on how to do the scans and how to do the photos and how to make it look really great. But what we don't want, like I said, is a whole bunch of images saying, you know, this photo courtesy of so-and-so. So once you set that, you can say upload file. And hopefully if you did everything right, there won't be any errors or there won't be any warnings. And then when it's done, it'll take you to the image entry in the wiki for that image. Uh, and then it'll show you the name that you need to use to actually use that image in a page, which is going to be the next tip. So uh, there you go. It's quick and easy, how to upload a file, or how to upload an image, rather, to the wiki. It shouldn't handle any file, but we haven't quite tested that, and I'm not sure how it works, so we're working on that. But uh, if you have any questions or comments, just email me, chris, at clothtalk.com, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks.
0: Well, another new section here on Cloth Talk from a contributor at large, which could be you, is Beep Beep. And Beep Beep is uh, one of these guys that gets out on the net and surfs around and, and finds uh, scout sites that are, are interesting. And he's going to tell us about his latest discovery. Beep Beep, go ahead.
5: Uh, Hey. Uh, today I found uh, CampImages.com. Uh, they're a really big, growing website, and they've got about over 40,000 BSA camp patches, neckerchiefs, and more. Although the site is still under revision, though, all the camps are still listed in the alphabetical order. The site is has a really powerful uh, search function, and you can find any patch pretty much on there. Based by the search criteria, they have everything from campery patches, scalp, I mean, summer patches, neckerchiefs, different types of metals. Um, you can download and comment any of the, uh, scans in there, and, uh, you can send scans in by email, but you have to, uh, be registered, which is free. So, and they have a a humongous list of traders that you can email and maybe start a trade back and forth on there.
0: So, if you're looking for a camp patch or looking to identify one or looking to find out where your dad went to summer camp and what this antique patch is, you can probably find it there on uh, Camp Images. And I believe they're saying is where summer memories return. It it definitely is. I'd agree with you. Be a great uh, a great resource for uh, summer camp images. Well, with us online here is Kyle McKinnis. Kyle is an Eagle Scout. Now get this—he's got 15 palms, 122 merit badges. He's out of Decatur, Alabama. He's uh, with Troop 260, and that sponsor is Central United Methodist Church. Kyle, welcome to Cloth Talk.
3: Thank you for having
0: me. Well, 15 palms, I can't even imagine, Uh, that must be, I mean, if you fell in the river with that many palms on an (laughs) eagle, you know, on a uniform, you you couldn't surface, I don't think. But congratulations, is that every merit badge the BSA offers?
3: Well, um, not in the palms, I did earn all the merit badges, but I wasn't able to get a palm for all of them.
0: Well, okay, okay, yeah.
3: Because of the time constraints.
0: Oh, okay, that's right.
3: Step away
1: every three
0: months. So, man, you were on fire at fifteen palms. <laughs> Great day.
1: Now, the question I have is: Is there room enough to pin fifteen palms on the eagle ribbon? On the ribbon? I've I mean, is that well, well? Actually, I maybe I don't know. Is that where you're supposed to pin them, or?
3: Well, I thought so, but they didn't all
1: fit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is there enough room for hundred and twenty-two merit badges on one sash?
3: Oh, I have to have three
0: sashes. Three sashes. So you wear them like bandoliers, you know, like ammo. That's pretty cool.
1: Oh, my goodness. Three sashes. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, my goodness. That's wild.
0: So um, I guess some of the obvious questions are, what was your favorite merit badge?
3: Well, I liked a lot of them, but um, my favorite, I'd have to say, would be engineering. That's one of the things that's helped me decide that's probably what I'm going to get my degree in. Is engineering
0: so that's cool so it gave you just a little taste of the engineering profession and uh, which one did you uh, not like the most or was your least favorite
3: But some of them, a lot of the merit badges just lecture, and some of them you do more things with. I really can't think of which one I disliked the most.
1: How in the world did you come up with the idea of trying to get every single merit badge, or or what what sort of caused you to want to set that goal?
3: First of all, I had gotten all the uh, activity pins and weebelos, and so I thought that was something a lot of people did, which I found out wasn't true. And me and a group of about four others for... The first two years, we're working on trying to get as many as we could. We called ourselves the Merit Badge Club, so we would do like one merit badge every month, at least.
1: Wow. So, so it just kind of went on from there. Did did were you the only one of of that club that that actually ended up getting every single merit badge, or were there others that sort of went along with you?
3: None of the others have completed all of them yet. So the the closest one to me has seventy six. So wow. If he really wanted to. Uh, him and the, the next to him is seventy-five. So both of them, if they really wanted it, could finish.
0: Okay, and and I, I guess we should okay, say that are. that in October of uh, two thousand six, you turned eighteen. So uh, you're you can't even if they were to bring out more, you couldn't earn them. Uh, but your friends are obviously under eighteen still.
3: Yes, that, both of them they're actually a day apart. Those two, uh, <laughs> and so their birthdays in June. Okay, so they they still have. I guess about six months
1: if they really wanted to finish them up. Wow. <laughs> well, With the pros the prospect of trying to earn, you know, 40 or 50 merit badges in a couple of months, it just seems abominable to me. It's been so long since I've done anything like that, but that's it's pretty amazing. What is I, One question I have is what was the quickest one that you got, like one that was really, really quick, like you had it finished the fastest of any other that you remember?
3: Now, uh, that has to be fingerprinting.
1: Fingerprinting.
3: Uh, the talking part, he just did it while we actually did our fingerprints. We were done within 20 minutes.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Uh, there what, you go. What, um, w- which one do you think is missing? Is there one missing that you would add? I know uh, if you go back and look at the history uh, of the merit badges, there have you know been things that have dropped out over the years and, of course, new ones that have added as technology and all have come along. What would you uh, – is there a subject that you would add or expand on maybe or uh, modernize?
3: Well, you're sure if you go on activities, and one activity that I noticed that there wasn't really a merit badge for was caving. There was nothing for caving, but I don't know how you would do that in a merit badge. So well, there's hmm. that – well, repelling is included with climbing, so caving is
1: still the one, but – yeah, be missing. the
0: spelunking merit badge.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe also, Tim, we should lobby for a podcasting merit badge. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> podcasting merit badge. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So I, just, you know, I gotta say, I'm, I, I've known you for a little while, Kyle. I had no idea that you had all these merit badges, and you've earned every one that was possible to earn during your time as a youth in scouting. I, I'm pretty impressed man I'm, that's really cool actually you uh de- you definitely are yeah you you're to be congratulated um many times over that's really cool and just to think that you okay. to just to fit all these merit badges on you your uniform, you have to have three sashes. That just really blows my mind. Yeah. That, that's cool. That's really cool. So what was, how did this all get started? What was the very first merit badge that you earned?
3: Well, the very first one was aviation. I earned it at my very first uh, spring camporee. We happened to have it at the Hartzell Airport, and so they gave us a little packet, and as we went around during the day, we were able to fill it out. And at the end, we turned it in and then filled out a blue card, and we earned that.
1: I, I I imagine that you're pretty familiar with, I bet you could fill out a blue card with your eyes closed by now, as many of those as you probably filled out. Yeah, I, I, I probably could. <laughs> That's pretty cool.
0: What about any other stories or the one that took you the longest to earn or, you, you know, how we all find those little stories. What about one of those?
3: Let's see. Uh, the longest one that took, it took about a year to do was the insect study mirror badge. We had to, I think it was fifty insects. We had to collect them. You put them in what we called a kill jar. What you did is you put uh, plaster of Paris down on the bottom of it, and then you would pour fingernail polish remover. And you'd have to catch the bug with the butterfly net and put it in the jar and wait for it to die. And then you'd have to put the pin in it and uh, mount it. And you have to label it with its common name and its scientific name. Another one that took a while was astronomy.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: Because you have to see uh, so many constellations, and it's more than that's in one season. So you have to wait more than one season to be able to complete that one as well.
0: What what would be your advice to, uh, number one, scouts looking to earn merit badges, and then number two, merit badge counselors? What's your advice to those guys?
3: Well, um, if there's a particular merit badge that they actually want to do, you can... You look for a counselor that does something related to the merit badge. Like, the very first one I wanted to do on my own was actually astronomy. I can't really remember how I got a counselor because that was – I earned that one six years ago. But there's some that, like, if you'll look – that you're studying in school, you might be doing a subject that includes uh, the requirements for the merit badge. You might have to write a paragraph or – a page or something like that to go on top of it. But then you just get your teacher to sign off the blue card.
0: Well, that's pretty cool. And what advice would you give to merit badge counselors with uh, scouts coming to them?
3: Well, I don't have much experience with being a counselor. Actually, I don't think I have any. But um, I guess just make sure they've done the requirements. Help them as best you can
0: to get it. Somehow, I, I think in the future you you will have a lot of experience of being a counselor. So I I just somehow feel that in my bones.
1: <laughs> I believe so too. Yeah one one question I had is of course being a being a designer. Um, I'm really interested and intrigued by the design of different patches. I would be interested to know which one uh, of all the all the merit badges that you've earned is or which few are are some of your favorite as far as like the way they look. On the sash.
3: All right. Well, I happen to have my three sashes here with me. So, looking over them, the the one when I was younger that really caught my eye was landscape architecture. Was one of the ones. Um, the other one, other ones that I liked to look would be like whitewater, hiking, and uh, astronomy some of the other ones that I like the design of how they look
1: what are what are some of the ones that you just think are the ugliest merit badges you've ever seen uh
3: one of them well chemistry you really can't tell much of what it is, same with electronic, neither of those look all that great. oh the pets you you really can't tell exactly what's on there unless you look at it closely the, the um I think it's a snake, the blue one on the top you you really can't tell what it is.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the image right now. I don't know what the... It looks like there's a cat and a fish. I don't know, maybe a snail or something? I have no idea, actually.
0: Could be a slug. Pour salt on it, see if it melts.
1: (laughs) I don't know. One thing that I've always thought was kind of ironic is I always thought... The graphic arts merit badge is ugly. I mean, it's the graphic arts merit badge. It should be really nice looking, but I don't know. I personally, I just I always thought it was ugly looking.
3: Yeah, no, I'm looking at that one now too. <laughs> <agree with>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, what was like? We talked about what was the 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 quickest one to earn and the the longest one to earn. What was one of the ones that maybe was like you just you didn't really enjoy it as much as you enjoyed some of the others? Can you think of one that would sort of fit that description?
3: Pulp and paper and animal sciences, just kind of lecture after lecture after lecture. <laughs> of course, some of the Eagle Scout required ones are like that too.
1: I'm looking at the pulp and paper. Is that a roll of toilet paper on there on that one? I believe so. maybe so oh okay well and well the background is like dark brown so maybe i should just not talk about that anymore (laughs) (laughs) wow that's cool let's see okay i think you know i think it's time for a pop quiz i'm gonna see what can you tell me about farm mechanics
3: you want more of like what we talked about in it or right
1: yeah Anything you – well, either, really. I was going to pop quiz you and see what all you remembered about earning the merit badge.
3: Well, I got that one at Jamboree. Okay. And the counselor was so enthusiastic, let me tell you. (laughs) He'd go up there with the screwdriver. He would speak so softly, he had to walk to each of the tables to tell him what was happening. And he'd get the screwdriver, and uh, he would ask us, like, what would you do to fix the tool? And he'd stand over it, and he's like, oh, I've got this, this screwdriver, and I do like this, and it breaks. How do I fix it? or What do I do? Something like that. We had to answer him. And we'd go to the tractors, and each time we would just walk up to the tractor, and he'd say, well, you get on the tractor, and you turn the key like this, and you push this button. Any questions? Good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was pretty much the whole
0: thing (laughs) turn this key and push that button hey that's pretty
1: cool (laughs) all right i can do that for a merit badge how about how about what can you tell me about model design and building
0: i
3: remember i built like a the bismarck i think i built a model of it a world war ii plane i can't remember what what plane it was really about all i remember about that merit badge Uh, i uh, it
0: Wow, I would think that just building the Bismarck would be quite a quite a model to build myself.
3: Well, it was pretty small and oh. a very big.
0: Didn't model build it, like it in a bottle, did you?
1: <laughs> oh, no, that would be really hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I see another one here. I I work. In, you, you probably, I mean, you know, you know me. You know, I live in New York City, and I work for a magazine. I see the journalism merit badge. What can you remember from from earning that one?
3: It seems like me and my group did that in 2001. I remember doing a news cast thing for it, and I, we, we still have the movie somewhere. And then, like, one of us actually taped it, and then I had we had two cameras, and I taped with the other one, and I had, a, like, a behind-the-scenes thing that we did. That was kind of strange. <laughs> the stuff we did when the, the real camera was off. that's about all i can remember from it on the spot here
1: that's no that's pretty cool i'm just i'm just pop quizzing you all over the place but another one something that's always interested me that i've never Mm -hmm. really known anything about is like bricklaying and and stuff like that so i'd be interested to know kind of if you remember anything that they taught you during the masonry merit badge
3: i think that merit badge was discontinued before
1: Okay, I got All right. it, okay that actually does looking at the picture it looks like an old photograph so maybe you pro, you're probably it right was
3: discontinued in 99 and I, I joined in 2000
0: so of okay. course ben that was discontinued 99 i mean
1: good yeah reason. i was just i was just seeing if he knew because i totally <laughs> knew that <laughs> you passed the test by the way <laughs> one thing i could think of to mention is um Kyle is also uh, gained recent acclaim um in uh, a video that Kusa shows uh produced called iSash, um which you can actually check out on the Kusa shows we- I mean sorry on the Kusa50 website kusa50.org uh just click on brotherhood up top and uh you can watch the video there and and you will see Kyle in there somewhere um he's he's got on a chief's double trail bonnet, and uh You'll see him on there, his silhouette, uh, and that was played over the big screen at NOAC this year. So, uh, we were actually all sitting down in the, in the front row seats for that. Do you remember that, Kyle? Yes, I do. It
3: was really fun. Yeah.
1: Sitting down there. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. But you and some of your other ter- ceremony team guys, uh, helped us out with that, and that, I really turned out cool. I was, I was pretty proud of, uh, being able to watch that from front row seats at NOAC, uh, At the show, closing show uh, this year, actually, so that was pretty cool. What, Like, what are some of the, I mean, you've, uh, having earned every single merit badge that scouting had to offer during your time as a youth, you probably did some pretty cool stuff, not only just with merit badges, but just in general. What are just some of your... More general memories from scouting or or troop outings or anything like that that really kind of stand out for you uh, as cool moments you know while you were a scout. Uh,
3: some of the cool trips would be like we we took a trip to Yellowstone in two thousand three and uh, our AEA trip to Charleston was really fun too. We still have inside jokes from that trip <laughs> uh, about the haunted jail we went to and the the flooding of the streets. We tried to leave the restaurant and that kind of thing. <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed Philmont when I went there and NOAC, uh, our ceremony team medals in both brotherhood and Preordial, So we were really happy about that. And then our first trip to the USS Alabama in 2000, that was my first AA trip. I really enjoyed that trip as well.
4: Yeah, that's yeah.
1: cool. Um, So, I mean, you've just, you've just now turned 18. So you're kind of, I mean, I remember making that transition, uh, from, from youth to adult, first in scouting and then in order of the arrow. I know that you're involved with Coosa Lodge. Um, what, what are sort of your plans as far as going forward? You've been so involved in scouting up to this point. Uh, do you plan to stay, uh, involved and, and, you know, what, what, how do you sort of plan to, uh, to continue in scouting? Well,
3: I do uh plan to stay active uh we started a venture crew with the chapter so uh, i've been doing some stuff in that haven't earned anything as far as venturing yet but working on it also plan to stay active in the oa especially during my ceremonies till i'm 21
1: oh another question that i just thought of during your sort of travels through jamboree and noack have you ever met anyone else that had every single merit badge like you
3: i've not ever met anybody else but um I remember reading an article or something about somebody else getting them all. But I believe only about five or six people have actually done it. But I've, but I've, that's all I've
0: been told anyway. That's quite a collection of patches. Not I mean, not, not anyone can say they've actually got that collection. Uh, uh, I mean, have earned it anyway, Kyle. Uh, thank you so much for taking time out. Uh, I know you're a senior in high school this year, and that's always a busy year. And... Uh, Thanks for staying active and, and setting an example for others to follow. I, I, I know that uh, there's a lot of folks that look up to you. And uh, thanks for being with us here on Cloth Talk. Well, Ben, I'll tell you something I do every almost every morning. Uh, our logs get updated at about 5 o'clock Central Standard Time, and I do go in there and take a look at the logs and see how many visitors we've had and from where. And it's just fascinating to see scouts from all over the world listening to us. And uh, we know that we've got badge collectors and people have, uh, that are interested in uh, this hobby from all over the world, whether you're uh, in the Russian Federation or Spain or Brazil or the U.K., we certainly appreciate you listening. And uh, keep it up. We would like to do more with the international um, collecting. But we don't know that much about it. So if you are um, an expert or if you know anything about it, you don't have to be an expert, please contact us at clothtalk at clothtalk.com. Also, we'd like to give a shout-out to our outlying U.S. military. Thank you very much for the job you're doing. Uh, you'll probably not know for a long time how much it means to us here at Cloth Talk.
1: Also want to thank uh, someone else who's kind of far from us, and that is Daniel Hodge. He- he composed and wrote and performed the music that you're probably listening to right now. Uh, so always thanks to, uh, Daniel for the great music, uh, and the, uh, and the support that he offers. Also thanks to you for listening. Um, and if you want to know how to support cloth talk the best thing you can do is tell your friends about it uh, our audience grows bigger and bigger every day but uh, it'll grow even faster if you help us out and, and spread the word and, and share it every time you go to a scout meeting or a scout event because um uh, as many people as do listen to the show every time we go to an event we meet more people they're like oh i had no idea this is really great uh, i wish i had known about this so uh, we're asking you to help out and, and spread the word for us
0: This is Tim Hall for Ben Killen, Chris Brightwell, John Pinnell, and Beep Beep, thanks for listening to Cloth Talk, bringing you the history of scouting through collectibles.